Hello everyone, um, we're back again, Three Men One Fall, and today we will be looking at an all-out review from us three, the three men. Who are the three men? It's Ashley here. Ross is here. And I'm Jay, as always. So, uh, yes, today's an all-out review. We all watched it relatively the same time, not together, unfortunately, but... Shame. Yeah, so this is just going to be our take on uh, an our star rating of each match and what we thought of it. Uh, it's going to be a few surprises, I think. Oh, I think we've got a lot to talk about for this show, haven't we, really? But yeah, bit of a different setup this week. I'm, a, I'm away, so... Yeah, well, we're all, uh, we're all dialed in today. Before we get into this all-out review, we uh, should probably talk about the revelation that came out a couple of days after we dropped episode two on social media. Yeah, that, 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 was, that was perfect timing, I think, because uh, as soon as we dropped that... It pretty much went out, so... I think that's the way it works. Vince McMahon has obviously put his ban on his performers using Twitch. And I think other streaming services. So, I mean, Ash, you read up on a little bit about this, didn't you? Uh, a little bit, but I'm not up to date with it, unfortunately. <laughs> oh, now he... So last week you let your brother down, this week you're letting Vince down. When does it end? Well, to be honest with you, I think <laughs> um, the only reason that he's done that is because he uh, listened to our podcast. I think that's the reason why he's done it. <laughs> It's, um, I, I think a lot of the things that we were talking about last week about having that control over your, your performers and your talent, your employees, and, you know, with what happened with Lana recently, you know, her getting banned, and, but using her character, the character of Lana, and, you know, there's pros and cons to it, I guess, like we were saying last week, but it came out at a very interesting time, so, yeah, we just thought we'd probably just have to add that in uh, to the intro for this week, because we didn't deliberately miss it, it just happened the day after, so... <laughs> Yeah, but it's because he listened to us. That's the thing, you see. Well, didn't the ratings, didn't the ratings go up the week after we recorded as well with the uh, first episode? Well, there you go. Strange times indeed. Well, without further ado, let's get into it then. Yeah, boy. AEW All Out 2020. One full. <laughs> Right, so kicking things off, it was the pre-show. We had Joey Janela with Sunny Kiss defeating Serpentico with Luther. Um, wasn't a very long match. It was pretty much just what you'd expect. Won't be given a rating on the pre-show matches, uh, but it was a nice little win for Joey here. I think he needed it. And uh, give Serpentico, I think, some much-needed spotlight other than being you know, on AEW Dark. So overall, very pleasant little match. Uh, second match and final match for the pre-show was Private Party defeating the Dark Order, which was consisting of Alex Reynolds and John Silver. Again, nice strong little match. Just ran over, probably just around about 10 minutes, 10 and a half minutes. Um, yeah, overall, pretty solid, pretty good. Give everybody a bit of screen time and I think puts Private Party where they needed to be with another win. Yeah, I agree, yeah. Um, I, will, I will just say though, because obviously if people are 
listening in and thinking, you know, we're not giving ratings on the pre-show. I think the only re- the only reason we're not doing that is because um, me and Ash didn't actually see the pre-show, so we can't really cast an opinion on it. So yeah, sorry everybody. Rule of thumb, maybe we shouldn't give the the pre-show matches ratings. Yeah, unless it's something you know that's really relevant. The pre-show is is all you know. It's really just to get you geared up for the for the main card, isn't it? Really, so you know. But it was it, you know nice enough, good to see. So match number one then of the night, we kicked things off with the tooth and nail match, which we didn't give a prediction for last week because last week we were under the impression that this was going to be the pre-show obviously that also changed after the podcast the dynamite before it did say that it was going to be pre-show so yeah and they must have moved up to, at the last minute but it was moved up yeah so we didn't get the prediction on this one but it was big swole taking on Britt baker with rebel and uh, big swole took the win on this one so what did you guys think hated it you hated it i hated it oh my goodness can you um can you give us some insight why? I just couldn't enjoy it. Why? What what made yeah, what made it unenjoyable for you? The match in general. I did the one thing I did like, which is a stupid thing, was the referee doing ring the bell when there's nobody there. <laughs> <laughs> it was alright. It was I was pleasantly surprised really. It was a bit of a throwback to the old backstage brawls. Yeah, it was fun. It was alright. I mean, you know, weren't the best. But weren't the worst. It was entertaining. I would say the worst is yet to come. I think um, as far as cinematic matches go, wasn't AEW's strongest one. Probably was their weakest. But, um, you know, that's not to say I didn't enjoy it. I just think it was difficult for them to work in the environment. It was cool to see it, but I think it was difficult for them to work in the environment. There's a lot of narrow hallways and stuff like that. You couldn't really, you know, offense was pretty limited, but... Well, space was limited. Overall, it was pretty fun. There was a lot of callbacks to stuff that happened in that angle. Uh, yeah. Callback to the uh, the dumpster, you know, the Rolls Royce and, and all of this kind of stuff. And, you know, overall, yeah, it, it was what it was. And I'm glad it was on the main card because I think, you know, people had been invested in Big Swole versus Brit uh, for, for months. So I did like the end. I did like the finish. I thought the finish was... Cool. I thought it was something different, you know. Well, do you want to talk about the finish? Because I think the finish was a bit... I, I'll be honest, I was a bit like, ooh, I don't know how I feel about that. But, you know, I guess it makes I'd sense. I'd say but... it was controversial. Well, injections and wrestling... I'll, I'll agree that it was controversial. Yeah. It... And not the only controversial thing that happened oh, on no. the night. No. No, but definitely we'll not. <laughs> we'll get there. Hell no. What do you reckon to the finish then, Ash? Give him that, but... Do you think care for the match, to be honest? It's good seeing Britt Breaker back, which is always nice. So star ratings then, what are we giving? 0.5 for me. 0.5? That's yeah. that's low. I mean, that, even for wow, Ash's that, standards, that's that low. That seems awfully harsh. What about you, Jay? Um, I would probably give it two and a half out of five. Yeah, I think that's fair. I'd give that around about two and a half. I want to see it in the ring, to be honest. It was a cool idea, but, you know, I don't want that to be the end of the programme, but... You know, let's let's get them in yeah. the ring. I mean, again, I think I think going back to what you said about space and being limited and everything. I think if it was in a different environment, it'd been easier to pull off different things. But yeah. obviously, they had to work with what they got, and it it wasn't. They put a yeah, lot of I mean, thoughts into it. Wasn't, it wasn't it. bad for you know. They made the most of what they had. It wasn't it wasn't too bad. I don't think. Plus, Brick can take. I don't think Brick could take a bump. Yeah. No. I mean, at the end of the day, look, it was something they tried something new. And it's going to be a bit in hit and miss, isn't it? I just personally think it was the weakest of their cinematic stuff, but 
you know. Oh it, yeah, I agree there. Yeah, one, yeah. All right then. So next on the card, we had the Young Bucks defeating Jungle Ex- uh, Jungle Express. <laughs> we had the Young Bucks defeating Jurassic Express, consisting of Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus, uh, but obviously accompanied with Marco Stunt, who Jr. apparently really dislikes. Um, this obviously this was the match that came about as of the result on Dynamite the week before. Uh, these were the winning team in the eight-man tag, so they went up against each other here. What were the thoughts on that? I enjoyed this. Um, it's a bit weird that uh, Marco's meant to be a face, right? But he was attacking the Young Bucks, who were... I like the fact the Young Bucks were slightly heelish in this match. But yeah, yeah, I could see that, yeah. yeah. Uh, Jungle Boy and Lutasaurus always impressed me. The only, the only thing I didn't like was Jungle Boy kicking out of every yeah. tag finisher. But that's a current that's a current thing in wrestling, isn't it? Yeah. What about you, Jack? Um, I thought it was the weakest match on the card, really. I mean, don't wow. get me wrong. There was there was some good stuff in it. And, you know, it was it was a good, I mean, you know, nine <coughs> times out of ten, every time the Bucks have a match, it's it's going to be good. You can't take the the skill away from them. But yeah, it's it's the match that didn't really stick with me through the through the whole program. To be honest, yeah, this one I think was was the one that didn't really. I thought it was just average. It didn't. It was more of like a dynamite match than a pay per view match. I mean, I, and I can see why. I mean, they had two matches, but yeah, it was just it was just average. I thought, yeah, it was all right. Do you think it should have been the opener? Uh, I th- I don't think it matters really the placement on the card for this one. No, I think they did the right. I think they did the right thing. Yeah, I think they did the right thing with the two for now as the opener because it sort of set the you know set the pace. But I think. The, the thing is with this match, it's because the build wasn't there beforehand. Not not really. I think they were trying to say, because they have had a few matches here and there, whether it was six-man tags or, you know, anything else uh, up until this point. But, yeah, not much of a build. But I don't think the build was really there for the two teams having a rivalry. It was obviously to, to tease this Young Bucks uh, aggression that's coming out off the back of the Hangman being kicked out of the Elite situation and him costing them, you know, etc., you know, ultimately, I think overall, it was a really solid match. I mean, I did really enjoy it. And I think that, you know, in defeat, Jungle Boy looks still like he's absolutely being uh, positioned to be a main event star one day. You know, so I think for me, yeah, I really enjoyable. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. So, I enjoyed it. so star ratings then? So star ratings, what are we saying for this one? Uh, two and a half. Well, that seems, that seems awfully low. Awfully Honestly, low. Ashley... Your your ratings today is is shocking. I mean, I'm not I'm not saying Meltzer, but <laughs> I would have given it three stars if the Jungle Boy kick out vest didn't happen. Just take one finish and that's it. But that's just me. Okay, well, you know, I guess it's personal preference, isn't it? But personal preference. I I quite enjoyed it, um, and I liked the fact that that made him look strong. So what what's your star rating, Russ? What would you give it? I mean, I'd have to say for me it was a three and a half. I'm teetering between three and a half and four, like because the match quality was awesome like it was like in terms of the quality of the actual wrestling i thought it was amazing but i guess it's just because the match was kind of really last minute do you know what Look, let's i'm just going to go for it i'm going to say three and a half and we'll just see where it goes from here but you know the wrestling in it was amazing and i'd happily watch that match again yeah well for me i think uh if we're going by star ratings so I'd, because I, I thought you know it was just an average match I, i'm just going to go for a nice round three stars fair enough yeah it wasn't my most favourite match of the night, but... All right. Well, next up, we have the 21-man Casino Battle Royale. And, uh, Ash, it came down to your pick and my pick. I know, I'm kind of pissed now. 
Well, Lance Archer has won the Battle Royale. He's going to be receiving the AEW World Title shot. I think we all sort of said um, Archer, really. I mean, you know, it was a good match. I did enjoy it. Um, but yeah, I think I think it, Archer was the right person to win. I guess we need to talk about the... Well, I say we need to, but um, obviously, you know, awesome debut then from Matt Seidel. And best, best debut at all time. The shooting star obviously didn't Shot work out. <laughs> I felt I felt bad for the guy, honestly, because you know I felt so bad for him. I mean, yep. it was funny. I did I did laugh at the time. I mean, it's just one of them things, isn't it? But uh, to be fair to the guy, yeah. you know, he did get up and carry on. Yeah, I laughed after. I think it was funny. Um, obviously, after the fact, I think once he realised he was safe and well and didn't injure himself, because that was that was the main thing. Um, but aside from that, yeah, it was just really sad. I think, to be honest, it was just a shame what happened. Yeah, it, it was a concern for me because um, obviously when I saw him slip, I, I, you... I thought, oh, obviously he's landed on his head. But yeah, I mean, luckily it was just you know, it was he was fine. It was just one of them things. Could you imagine watching it with a group of friends who've never watched wrestling? And you go, this guy Masadell, he's fucking awesome. He does a great shooting star. Oh shit, he's landed on his head. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, the thing is that we all know Matt Seidel is amazing. So, look, yeah. one thing went wrong. It's not the end of the world. It's a shame. Oh, absolutely. Feel sorry I for mean, him. He is. He's, he's really, really good. He's awesome. But main thing is he's safe, he's well, and it's awesome to see him in yeah. AEW. So, looking forward to see what he does next. So, as a star rating, then, what are we saying for that? Difficult to give a star rating for me, personally, on a battle royal, I think. The right person won, and overall it was an enjoyable match. I guess, but yeah. Again, again. I mean, if it was if it was star rating for me, I'd, I'd say three because you know you can't. It, it's difficult to to really rate that sort of thing because yeah. there's so much going on. There's loads. So I'd, going I'd have on. to just say three because you, you know I can't really do any more than that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, like you say, it's hard to rate a battle royal. I'll give it two and a half. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, that will lead us into the next match of the night. Then. Um, Talking about people's safety, this one, uh, we've got probably a lot to talk about. Matt Hardy defeated Sammy Guevara, that's what the record books say, in the Broken Rules match, which was basically last oh, man standing. Oh, this was so bad, honestly. I was... So, let's just get right down to it. I was so worried about him, honestly. I, I knew I knew that there was something wrong. 100%. I knew that there was something wrong as soon as, like... Obviously, he tried to get him up and he couldn't stand up and shit. Like, I, well, I, I the fact knew. He's lying, the fact he's lying dead yeah. on the floor, that didn't help. I'm guessing the big question uh, in all of this then is, is should he have carried on or should he have just, should I have stopped it right there? Stopped it right there. That's easy. Yeah. 100%. 100%. Aubrey made the right call. 100%. Threw up the X. It shouldn't, it just shouldn't have gone on. Right? I know it's really sad. I really wanted to see the match but at the end of the day Matt is probably just as guilty as anyone else but Tony's not uh, innocent in this Tony Khan's not innocent in this Dr. Sampson's not innocent in this whether he he passed those tests or not the fact that I get that they jumped straight to the finish of the match and they just did the spot from off the scaffold in but honestly that made me super uncomfortable as a fan watching Matt Hardy a bloke who literally five minutes ago couldn't even stand up and now he's climbing up scaffolding. Nah, it wasn't for me. And honestly, yeah. um, I love AEW, but yeah. this is one of those things where... Yeah, it was, it was, it was uncomfortable, uncomfortable for me. Super uncomfortable, but this is one of those things where, like Double or Nothing, 
They should have thought twice, and unfortunately both these things involve Matt Hardy, but they should have thought twice before doing something. The drowning thing, a few days after Shad had sadly passed away from drowning, I, th- I just I just really feel like they they just, for whatever reason, were just out of touch on that one, and I, and I really feel that they missed the mark here. If they were really thinking about the audience, I honestly feel that the majority of the audience would have rather that match just stop there and then for Matt's safety, and let's just pick it up again another time when he's safe and well. I personally didn't want to see it. I'm not yeah. rating the match. No, I, I I couldn't agree more. I couldn't agree more there. I think I think the fact that um, you know, as you said, whether he passed tests or not, I mean, when you come off that height onto concrete on the back of your head, it, you know, it should have been done there and then. There's there's no yeah. way. I mean, you know, it is it is literally safety first because it could it could have had a heavy concussion. Anything you just don't At that know. Time, I mean, yeah, it's so difficult. I'd like, I mean, yeah, I mean, as you said, I mean, I'd rather it you know end there and then it be worked in, you know, for full gear or something, and then they just do another up, one at full yeah. gear, and you know, make the match exactly. what it should what it should have been in the first place, not just carry on because it, it is safety first. It is safety first. I guess and, as a performer, know, they want to push it and they just, and they want to give you that show. They want to carry on for their own, you know. That's just because that's an old school mentality as well. Like the show must go on, keep going. But I mean, honestly. We, times yeah. have changed I don't want to see that and we know so much more now about what goes on with concussions and you know all the horrible effects that's had in the industry and everything honestly his health is more important than, than our entertainment yeah. and, and it always will be and yeah 100% honestly, absolutely won't rate absolutely. the match disagree with it being restarted and I 100% disagree with them going straight to the finish when the finish was what it was because he well, should not have been climbing started. anywhere when he couldn't even stand on two feet. That's what I mean. I mean, if if he had a if he had a concussion or if he was dizzy, he could have easily slipped off that and yeah. and you know, potentially potentially had even more damage. I mean, yeah, I'm not going to rate that one because just for the sheer fact that it was yeah it was uncomfortable and it shouldn't have really carried on. Do you think Sammy Guevara knew? I don't think he knew at the start, but obviously when he tried to pick him up and he couldn't stand, I think then he sort of he sort of twigged. I think he he does he does shoot a look over. The way he was like. In character, Aubrey kind of pushes him off and just says, "Look," because I think Aubrey I mean, had to check him first. A part of me was, "Why aren't you counting?" But it's like you can't because you. Yeah, I mean, he, yeah, he was, he was out, he was, he was gone. Big respect for Aubrey ref because being that situation, he's fucking. Oh yeah, absolutely. Aubrey, Aubrey yeah, yeah. I think, was the yeah. only one really there that did the right thing. She's the one that called it. And whether or not, if Tony was in her area at the time, then fair play. Yeah. But the fact is, that the fact that they decided to restart it. And go straight to that finish. Yeah, um, but Aubrey was pretty much the only sensible person, I think, in that situation. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. But, you know, and it's a shame because I feel that that really had a tone. Then it set the tone for the rest of the night. You know, already the show, the crowd. I don't really feel were really into it. I'll come into where I feel like they were really into it at one point, but it was ruined as, a, as somebody that was watching at home. But um, yeah, it kind of did set the tone, I think, but. You know, nonetheless, we went into our next match of the night, which was for the AEW Women's Championship. It was Hikaru Shida defending against the NWA Women's Champion Thunder Rosa, and Hikaru picked up the win. What were your thoughts on that one? I thought it was great. I mean, it was it was a really good match. Honestly, I thought it was great. Yeah, Thunder Rosa looked pretty good. She looked like she deserved to be the challenger. Really good match. Yeah, I mean, it was nice to see as well. It was, it was nice cool. to see, you know, like a cross-promotional thing. Was it match of the night, as we all predicted? No. No, not for not me. Not for me either. 
I mean, it was a good match. It very was solid. a good match, but no, not match of the night. It was solid match, but not for me, not match of the night. No, very solid match. Um, what were your ratings on this one? Three and a half. I agree with you on that one. Three and a half. Yeah, I was going to give it a three point seven five if if we go into point two fives. <laughs> but do whatever rating you want, mate. It's your choice. Yeah, it's yeah. Your I mean, for yeah, for me, for me, it was a high three for sure. So you know, three seven five for me. Yeah. Well, looking forward to seeing what they do with the with the women going forwards. Hopefully. Um, with NWA Power coming back very, very soon. Hopefully there'll be a bit of uh, AEW going into NWA. Do you think Briggs rolls the next challenger? Uh, well, she could be. Yeah, she could be. Okay, next match on the card then. It was the eight-man tag. Uh, it was the Nightmare Family, which was QT Marshall and Dustin Rhodes, teaming with Scorpio Sky and Matt Cardona. They were led to the ring by Ali and Brandy Rhodes. They defeated the Dark Order, consisting of Brody Lee, Colt Cabana, Evil Uno, and Stu Grayson, technically with Anna Jay. So, Ash, you kind of got this one. You kind of, you you still went for Dark Order last week. Yeah, I did. But you did say if they were going to lose. Yeah, I kind of got that right, but I didn't think it was going to go the way it did. Um, no, it was very good, apart from JR's commentary. <laughs> yeah, I I'm going to just pop in real quick here with this. Um, I don't want to say too much because I'm saving this for something coming up soon. Um, different episode. But honestly, JR doesn't need to say stuff like that. And I found it super creepy. And I'm already not in like a great mood because of the Matt Hardy thing. And it's hard to really get back into the swing of this show. And when he makes some dirty, creepy old man comment like that, it, it didn't go down very well, I don't think. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you there. But um, the match was... It was a good match. It was it was okay. I mean, for me again, it was there was a you know a few good moments in there, but I, I think the best part of the match was the finish. It was it was a very good finish, and obviously then that leads into um, Dustin taking a shot at, at Brody on Dynamite as well. So yeah, personally, I, I enjoy it just because I feel like there's a lot of story threads coming from that match and um, that the angle in general. Obviously, after the match, it was announced that Dustin Rhodes is going to be challenging for the TNT title, um, which is going to happen tonight as of recording, which is Wednesday, the 9th of September. So, yeah, there's a lot of threads there. And overall, like you said, didn't nothing about the match really jumped out at me that much apart from the finish. But, uh, yeah, I think it did what it needed to do. Brody Lee should have a go at Cole Cabana. Or, or he tagged him in. Then Cabana did the moonsault he didn't really need to do. Got overzealous. No, I like it. It's a good build so far. I, I'm, I'm interested to see what, where they kind of go with this. So, you know, to yeah. be honest. It, yeah, it is good. Five out of five, really, yeah. in terms of the, the story aspect. Um, but, you know, putting the match quality into it as but well. Match quality? I'd say, again, overall, I'd give that three and a half. I'd, um, I'd just give it a round three. I'd give it a round three. Because again, it was a good match, but the only you know it was it was mainly the finish that I enjoyed the most. Yeah, it wasn't a bad a th- match by any means, but yeah, I'd say yeah, I'd give it a three. I'd give it a three. It's the only time I think I think all the faces interfered. Yeah, I think so actually. Yeah, yeah. But we'll get we'll get into that. Okay. Well, next up, this was very interesting. Tag titles: FTR defeat Kenny Omega and Adam Page to become the new. AEW World Tag Team Champions. Yeah, this was match of the night for me. This was so good. 100%. So, so good. 100% for me, it was match of the night. It was literally, the, the match quality was incredible. 
But even after the match as well, obviously the build-up to the return of the cleaner, which I'm hoping does happen soon. I absolutely loved Omega in New Japan. I've always been a fan of him. He's my favourite boy. Um, yeah, it's just to see the cleaner be in AEW, it's going to be fucking great. I mean, I'm sat here and I'm fucking... Erect? I'm getting frisky thinking about it. <laughs> Honestly, it was great. It was great. Really enjoyed it. What was this your match of the night, Ash? Definitely. Yeah, it's it. It was Definitely. up until this point in the show. It was for me, um, but it got taken by another. But yeah, this was a really solid, okay. really solid wrestling match, and the story. So if this wasn't your match of the night, I'm I'm very excited to uh, find out what was. Well, we'll we'll get to it, and I'll and I'll explain why. But. Um, you know that's not to take. I've got a feeling I know where it's going, <laughs> and I think it's going in. The, I think it's going in the drink. <laughs> it's um, for me. I, I, this was hundred percent match of the night up until this point in the night, and um, it was everything you said there. It was it was so good. Um, it, it's leaving everything open now for the cleaner, um, the young bucks at the end, and everything else. And, and it was I loved that after the match they gave FTR their moment. You know, with the belts and with Tully and. You know, it was really kind of when you know the kind of their story and where they've come from up until this point. That was really nice for them. I know they're heels, but you know, you can still it's a still a sort of feel good moment for them. But the fact that they kept the camera on and it was like this just a whole one shot of just like Kenny's just leaves the ring. That's it. Doesn't even shower. He's getting to his car. Young bucks are there. It was just like you could literally see the elite is just just crumbling. And I just I think that's a good thing. Oh though, yeah, it's because so good. I didn't. I, I didn't really like the elite as a, as a faction in the first place. I mean, I could you know I could see why it was what it was. Yeah, I think it's run its course, and you know it's time for all the people to go their separate ways. I think it's got especially a lot more obviously, in the tank, but in in a different way, if that makes sense. I think it's got yeah a lot more in the tank to build um, how where they're going wherever they're going with it now. I like it. Let's put it that way. I'm really excited to see where it leads. Yeah. And with FTR now it's as a champ, it is great. Um, this sets up so many good matches for the future for those tag titles. Absolutely. So overall, Absolutely. what was the star rating on this one? Uh, uh, four, four point five. Not five star, but four point five. Close. It was very close. Yeah, I'd I'd have to agree there. I was going to give it a four point five as well. I mean, it was it was it was a great match. It was it was really good. So it's it's definitely a four point five from me. Yeah, and for me. Um, to be honest with you though 4.5 you could have got that alone just on um, the fact that Hangman is now wearing those cool tights with the tassels I mean I'm for them <laughs> I thought they looked awesome and everybody all the people that really hated the fact that you know they, they didn't like Omega's tights you know like the grey ones he's got there was a lot of like hate yeah. coming from fans on that one hopefully they're now happy because he's got new ones so for those of you that didn't like them I hope that also sealed the deal for you on, on how good the match was. But yeah, 4.5 all round then. Literally, Omega could come out in a bin, a bin bag and I'd still watch it. He could wrestle a bin bag and I'd watch it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, yeah. All right. Fucking V-trigger a bin bag. <laughs> Next match is the Mimosa Mayhem. It could be one. I was really confused with this, but you could win the match by pinfall submission or fully submerging your opponent into the Mimosa. Um, obviously there was two vats of it either side of the ring 
I was just really confused on the rules to begin with at first. Like, I, I was, was like, confused because so, I thought it was just going to be you can only win by throwing him in. Yeah, and that was how it was sounded at one point. And then it kept going backwards and forwards and it's, it can be pinfall. There's no road breaks or this, that and the other. And I was like, I don't know what's going on. But um, <laughs> ultimately, it was the rubber match between Orange Cassidy and Jericho. And Orange Cassidy defeated Chris Jericho 2-1 in their Which rivalry. I got right and you both got wrong. So that is true. Yeah. I did say Orange was going to dunk him, but I, I did say yeah. Jericho for the win. I didn't see it coming, but I'm glad it did in a way because looking back at it, Jericho didn't really have anything to gain by winning that match. But by putting Orange over, it sets him up for the future as well. So I can see yeah. why it happened, and it, it was good. Um, the match I thought I it was it was a really entertaining match, especially when uh, Jericho. Um, was walking across the thin bit and he nearly went in himself. That was, yeah, that was a great. Yeah, it was. It was a great match. It was. It was a funny match and it was fun and it made me laugh. And that's that's what I want from that a match like that. It, it's I want to be made to laugh and I did. It was great. That's all any of us want from wrestling. Really, like we just want to have a good match. time. Yeah, I enjoyed well, anything it. Jericho's gold though. I mean, you know, all you can't. Time, yeah, I enjoyed it. I don't necessarily say I'd want to see it again. Um, but no. you know, for what it was, I, I wouldn't want to see it again. Yeah, but it for what it was, you know, it fit the story, and I think you know, it's yeah, um, it was it was awesome. I, I could I'd give that one a four personally. I'd give it a four as well. I was going to say a four out of five, simply for the fact that you know it, it really entertained me and it made yeah. me laugh, and that's what I wanted out of it. Like you said, Jericho is gold. So and and honestly, Orange Cassidy. I've loved him from day one and I really, really do enjoy everything that he's doing. To be honest so, with you, I wasn't a fan when he first came in, but since he's been doing this stuff with Jericho and when he actually did that promo where he actually talked, he's won me over. He has actually won me over. Especially because his, res- his wrestling talent is actually, his, his wrestling talent is pretty much there as well. Like, he's, he's a good wrestler. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'll give it a four, uh, four out of five. Um, yeah, four out of five, and I think Cassie took a lot of good bumps in that match, especially with that. Um, didn't he get power bombed through that table with the? Well, I don't know because you were. What was that? Because I could, I couldn't even hear you. Yeah. <laughs> did did Cassie get power bombed into a table of glass? All I heard was table and glass. <laughs> it was like a the champagne glasses got power bombed on. Might be wrong. Oh yeah. well, I, you made that sound extreme. Sort it was. of, yeah. Yeah, I don't think it was just as, just as extreme as you're making it sound. Yeah, I think there was a because obviously he took the main bits off. There was, a, I think there was a couple of glasses still there, well, but one, it was all right. Glass broke. It was, it was so decent. Going to throw the drink at Jericho, but I didn't know it. Props to Jericho. That that was that was a nice little. That was Jericho a good touch. That was. There was a lot of good touches in it. Yeah. What do you think this leads Cassidy? Do you think it's going to make him a contender for a title? It'd be cool to see what happens with him going forwards whether or not they kind of put him now into the uh, um, proud and powerful best friends rivalry or you know what's going to happen not really sure but I'm excited to see where it goes four stars all round then so the main event the main event for the AW World Championship John Moxley defeated MJF who was accompanied by Wardlow this was my match of the night it was a good match uh, it's, it's what I expected, you know. MJF's a great wrestler. Moxley's a great wrestler. It was there was you know there was parts of it where it was it was it was technical, and then there was you know parts of brawling and that. But yeah, I really enjoyed it. I really did enjoy it, and I didn't think I would enjoy it as much as I did either. But um, I was pleasantly surprised. I didn't like oh, it was awesome. I did the um, uh, the Brody Lee one at um, 
double or nothing. But good solid match. Only one complaint is when they were both outside, the referee didn't count. Did it did do a double count? But yeah, that's just one of those nitpick things you have when you're a wrestling fan, I guess. Yeah, I noticed that as well. Yeah, doesn't take I away from that match, as well. Yeah, to me, but. I um, I've got to give it my match of the night. I think just I'm giving it still four and a half. Um, but I just I, overall, it's funny, isn't it? Like when you give ratings because you can give two things the same rating but still enjoy one more than the other. Um, and that was just the case yeah, here, like only yeah. ever so slightly. But um, as a main event, I think MJF looked awesome in it. He looked solid. And he played to his wrestling style. I mean, that was kind of the story going in, that he can out-wrestle John because he's a better wrestler. John was trying I to like get him to the outside to, you know, to try and use his style on MJF. That was really good storytelling. Yeah. Like, the storytelling just It was, just it was really me. good. And All the finish, great. the finish is what stole it for me. That finish was perfect. <laughs> the finish was so perfect. Like, yeah. It set up the, the Wardlow, the, the inevitable Wardlow MJF breakup, and you know he fluffs up. I'm looking the, forward to that, to be honest with oh, you. Oh, so am I. He fluffs up the the throw of the ring. Obviously, MJF can't quite get it quick enough before John notices that the referee's back's turned, so he hits the paradigm shift. And you know, obviously, that move was banned going into the match, so he hits it behind A the A very, back. very, yeah, very dirty deed. It, but this is the thing, and John said he's the real bad guy, but obviously. It's just awesome. <laughs> it's just awesome. I loved everything about the match. I thought it was so good. Both of them looked awesome. And I think it was John's one of John Moxley's best matches, um, you know, that didn't have to involve really much hardcore or, you know, um, foreign object agree violence. With that, yeah. yeah, I think this I was think one of his best prob- ones I outside think, of his ones with Pac. Yeah, I think that was I think that was Moxley's best match he's had. That hasn't involved I agree with that. So, you know, a street fight or a hardcore or Yeah. I mean, just just the wrestling match. I think that's the best. I think that's the best one he's had so far. And also, that finish sets it gives MJF a reason to moan, and it gives him a, a reason to carry on because he can say he was hard done by. I mean, Absolutely. you know, Moxie did cheat to win, so you know, it's it was. It, I think it was perfect. I think it was honestly just perfect booking, and I really couldn't ask for anything more than than what I got. It was great in that match. It was so so good. So star rating wise, then uh, Russ, you're given a four point five. I am. Um, what what are you giving? Uh, I give it a four. My favorite part of the match was uh, the fan trying to beat up Moxley at the beginning. <laughs> I don't know if he was trying to beat him up. I think he was just trying to. I don't know what happened. I think he was having some sort of seizure. It was funny though. Uh, for me, it was. For me, it was it was a good match. I'd give it a four point two five. Oh, fair enough. Folks. So we're all sort of around the we're all sort of around the four mark. What what, what are we saying about the show overall then? Because this is this is a bit of a roller coaster. This one. I think I think the pay per view overall. I think for me, like if I had to rate the whole thing and give it an average, I'd I'd probably give it a three point seven five. And the only reason I say that is obviously with the Matt Hardy stuff. That that you know did bring it down a lot it for did. me. Yeah, I agree. Hundred percent with that. Yeah. If 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 it wasn't for that, I'd, I would have given it a four. I would have given it a, an easy four. Yeah. <laughs> But it was yeah, it was just brought down a bit because yeah, it really did lower the tone. It's tough for me because I, I honestly feel like this was their weakest one that they've ever done, next to Fight for the Fallen last year. Um, between the two, I, I feel like this has been their weakest one yet. Um, just overall, well, I wholeheartedly and, disagree with that, but I mean, yeah, that's what and we're that's here for, isn't it's, it? It's subjective, <laughs> isn't it? But when I say the weakest, I, I just mean that. It, I couldn't enjoy the show overall after the Matt thing. It it really dampened yeah. it. 
I couldn't get back no, into I, it until I do the tag title yeah. match. I do the tag agree. title match. It was, yeah, and it just it ruined it. Well, I say ruined, it didn't ruin it, but also the fans. It like, I know it there's ten percent capacity there, but they're not really making any noise. And actually, I I was going to mention this during the Mimosa Mayhem uh, review, and I forgot to do it. But um, the loudest the crowd were all night is when they were singing Judas. Yeah, and this was really annoying because they're singing yeah. Judas and Tony Schiavone's just talking yeah. over is it. it. Me? And I like I love Tony, but I was like, come on, let, let's have this because this is the loudest they've been all night, and we couldn't even yeah. appreciate it properly. I don't know if you guys. Yeah, and obviously that. because of how because of how it's been at the minute, obviously with no crowds, even though it was ten percent, and they obviously they got to sing it for like the second time or whatever, or like the first time on pay per view. Yeah, yeah. They, you he should have just let him. He should have just given that moment. Yeah, yeah. But aside from that, though, it's awesome that they're there and everybody's safe, and and that's the main thing. If everybody was safe leaving the show, that's a hundred percent always going to be the main thing. But. Yeah, I think it was just one of the weaker ones, but do you know what? It's like we said before, you win, you're going to win some, you're going to lose some. There's going to be yeah. uh, some of us out there that think this was really good, some that didn't enjoy it, some that are in the middle. You know, it's all cool. If you enjoyed it, then that's awesome. Really glad that you did. So, Ash, what's your uh, what's your overall rating then? I'll go for three and a half. Like you say, it's not the best, not the worst, but I think with most people, you can't have perfect every show. No. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely right. And especially in this current environment, current climate. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll take this time, though, just to plug our next episode. Um, it's going to be a nice one. Going to be a, Oh, what's that then? Oh, it's going to be a fresh one. We are doing a movie review of The Scorpion King. Ooh. Oh, hell yeah. So keep your ears open for that one, because it's going to be interesting. Very interesting. I've, I've watched it back. Yep. I'm yet to watch it, but I will watch it in time. I'll watch the I'm Blu-ray. Still trying to, I'm, I'm, on, I'm still on the lookout for the Blu-ray. Yeah. No, I mean, you can borrow mine, mate. I can't go back to DVD, I'm sorry. Sorry for all the viewers out there that collect DVDs, but I can't go back. Once you go blue, you can't go back. Once you go blue, you can't undo. Yeah, yeah exactly. That's okay. I, I agree with that. Well, guys, um, you know, that's our all-out review. Apologies, it's, it is my fault this week, um, you know, because I'm away, so uh, the audio quality probably isn't going to be as, as good as we want it to be. Um, yeah, but, how you know, dare you have a life outside of podcasting? Oh, no, I, so I don't have a life really, but yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, you're not supposed to have a life. <laughs> That's true. No, I really do appreciate <laughs> yeah. it. Um, obviously, we all do. And um, Wonderful. we're looking forward to, Thanks to for hearing with what us, you, you know. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> we're looking forward to hearing what you uh, thought about All Out. So, you know, if you do want to get in touch and let us know, Get onto our social media. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter. And you can find us on Instagram at Three Men One Four. We're available on YouTube, Spotify, Podbean, iTunes, or Apple Podcasts, I should say, Google Podcasts, and hopefully by the time this is up, we should also be on Amazon Music and Audible. But I am still working on that. <laughs> so, so it's literally no matter where you go, folks, you can find us somewhere. If you can't find us, you're doing it wrong. You can find us. Yeah, if you can't find us on the internet, you're doing something wrong because we're everywhere now. <laughs> I can't think of anything. All right, not guys, on. But yeah, well, if you if you did want to leave us some, if you did want to leave us some feedback, though, you know, shoot us a message or shoot us a comment. Well, thanks again, guys, and we look forward to getting you next week for our review, as Jay has said. Of the Scorpion King. I'm full. I stand alone. <laughs> Is that copyright? It might be. Three men, three men, one four, one four.
I did it, I did it for the people, for the people.